Amen. Okay, hi to everyone. Some of you haven't seen for a while. Good to see you. I love you guys. Okay, let's get to the word tonight. Okay, what am I going to preach on? It's only temporary. It's only temporary. Okay, what does that mean? Temporary means something's not going to last. Something is going to end. It's for a limited time. It's not permanent. It's transitory. And you know, when you read that, you might be thinking, ah, hmm, temporary visa. <laughs> you know, we think of temporary in many different ways. Temporary job. I want full time. I'm only a temp. Okay? That's how we think sometimes. Temporary. Sometimes we think, I hate studying. Yeah? I can't wait for this course to be over. It's only temporary. When you graduate, it'll be all over. Sometimes we think it's only temporary. We think that way sometimes when we have partners. Yeah? Sometimes it is temporary. Sometimes we think about it's accommodation. You may be renting. One day you might buy your own house and that'll be wonderful, it'll be more permanent. But right now your accommodation might be temporary. So, you know, these are all things in our lives that are temporary. But I want to look at the bigger picture, okay? I want to look at our lives as a whole in this place called the earth. Because really, our life on this earth is only temporary. Time is temporary, but eternity is eternity. It's forever, okay? Thank God that we only will be temporarily in this world because it is so corrupted now. It is so damaged by sin and there's so much untrustworthiness in this world. You know, it's only by the grace of God that we can navigate our way through and make it to the end. So I want to have a look at, uh, from the Bible, some verses about temporary things and some of the great people of the Bible, apart from Jesus, Paul, uh, Peter, James, what they said about this temporary life. So Jesus was talking about giving at this point, and he said, don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. In other words, don't live your life trying to get things and accumulate things all the time. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. So he's saying, don't try and accumulate things because they get things get eaten up here. I don't know about you, but you, when you just seem to make a bit of progress, some new bills or something, expenses come in and it kind of eats up what you've got. So you don't lay up things on the earth because it'll be eaten up or destroyed. And then there's thieves who break in. Who are some of the thieves who take stuff? I don't know about you, but scammers try constantly. They're thieves. The scammers who are always trying, the people who are greedy, trying to benefit from the more naive or from those who are trusting. But he said this, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So he's talking about what you really care about. What do you care about? Things on this earth and getting stuff and things? Or do you care about laying up treasures in heaven? The things of God, 
the things of eternity rather than the things of the earth. So he's saying, I don't want you to worry about these things. I know that it's a concern. We do need things. We do need stuff to get through life. But he said, don't worry about it and don't be anxious. He said, for after all these things the Gentiles seek. He's saying, even unbelievers look for this thing, things. But he said, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. We do. But seek first. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. In other words, don't pursue things, pursue God. And then the things that you need, he will provide it. He will provide it. He is faithful. So there is guidance and warning from Jesus about these things. Don't worry about it. Seek first the things of God. Constantly evaluate, basically. Constantly evaluate what you're going to invest in, where you're going to invest, in things and stuff or in God and souls for the kingdom. People matter more than stuff, okay? That's what Jesus said. That's one of the things he said. And then Peter, what about Peter? What did he say? He said, beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims. What does that mean? That means people who are passing through, travelers. We are people who are passing through this world. We are travelers, okay? He said, this is not your home, basically. I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conduct honourable among the Gentiles. So he's basically saying, you are beloved, you are brothers and sisters in Christ, you belong to the Lord. We're just travelling through here. He's saying, don't be caught up in the fleshly lust of this world. Why? Because the battle, there'll be a war in your soul. There'll be a battle in your mind. You will be tormented, basically, by these things. Getting more stuff, stressing out, being anxious, competing, comparing. He's saying it troubles your soul. And sometimes we kind of feel that. I don't know about you, but sometimes you feel like there's pressures. But he's saying, have your conduct honourable among the Gentiles. The unbelievers let them see that you trust God let them see that you're not anxious let them see that you are not giving in to these fleshly lusts let them see that you don't have a war going on in your soul let them see you have peace and a lot of people say that to you sometimes like wow you've got so much peace what's your answer what how come and then you can share with them okay so Peter is basically telling them, we're passing through, don't let the dust gather on you, basically. And then John, what did he say? John, see Peter was basically begging them, I beg you, beloved, don't get caught up in it. But then John kind of commands them, lovingly commands them. He said, do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. In other words, if you love the things of the world, the love of the Father is not in you. You don't have that security. You don't have that comfort. You don't have that assurance because you're always looking for stuff and things. 
to satisfy you. When you have the love of God in you, you don't need to chase things. He said, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but it's of the world. All these things are not of God, but they're of the world. And the world's passing away. In other words, it's temporary. Don't pursue these things that are temporary. The world is passing away and the last of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. He's saying we are forever people. We're not temporary like the things and the people of this world we're passing through and this world is passing away. So he's saying, keep your focus on what is really important. Do the will of God because that's what really matters. And that's why we have a personal relationship with God because he will speak to you differently to when he speaks to me. The call of God on my life is different from the call of God on your life. You know, we can't compare ourselves and think, oh, wow, they're so much more evangelistic. They pray more than me. They're more spiritual than me. Not necessarily. They may be doing everything that God's called them to, and so might you. We're not supposed to compare each other, okay? Not supposed to compare. So he's saying, all the craving for physical pleasures, the things that you see, the lust of the eyes, I see it, I want it. The pride, the pride of life, look at me. I'm really important. I've really achieved so much. I've done all these things. I've got all this stuff. No, that's the pride of life. He's saying, no, no, no. That's got nothing to do with God. Do the will of God. So that was Peter and Jesus. What about Paul? Paul was more into suffering because he suffered a lot, okay? He understood. He said, don't lose heart. We do not lose heart. He didn't say you. He said we. He said, therefore, we don't lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, in other words, we're getting older, <laughs> we're not feeling too good, we're struggling. That's what he said. Even though our outward man, and he struggled with some physical affliction, and he prayed God would heal him. God didn't heal him at that time, okay? He said, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man, our spirit, is being renewed day by day. I might feel weak in the body sometimes. You know, sometimes it's hard to get out of bed in the morning. You say, oh, it's Monday again. It's tough. I'm tired. I'm aching, you know? He's saying, yeah, that's real. But you know, on the inside, I'm strong in the Lord. Strong in the Lord. The inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, sometimes we think it's really rough and tough. Said for our light affliction is but for a moment. We might feel it going on and on, but he's saying it's for a moment. It's temporary. It's working for us. Sometimes we think it's God is against us. Sometimes we think things are working against us because we're going through tough times and affliction. But he's saying, no, it's actually a light affliction. It's temporary. It's for a moment, really, compared to eternity. And it's working for us. It's working for us, a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. When we push through these things, when we stand strong, 
when our faith doesn't waver during these times, it's working for us, okay? It's working for us. And when we stand before the Lord, like my mum, he's going to say, well done, good and faithful servant. He's not going to say, wow, look at all that stuff you've got. He's not. He might say, wow, look at all those lives you touched. Look at all the souls that you brought into the kingdom. And you go, who are those people? And you say, they're the ones that you prayed for. They're the ones that you witnessed to. They're the ones that you gave a hug. They're the ones that you called or text when they really needed it. And they turned their hearts to the Lord. That's powerful stuff. God is working for us, okay? And he said this, while we don't look at the things which are seen, but look at the things which are not seen. We don't look at the temporary stuff. We look at the eternal things. The things which are seen are temporary. Whatever you can see is going to pass away. The things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Have any of us seen God? No. We see him with the eyes of our heart. We don't see him with our eyes, eyes. You know what I'm saying? We see him with the eyes of our heart. We feel him. We know him. We sense him with our spirit. We haven't seen him with our eyes yet. But the things that we do see are temporary and will pass away. So we shouldn't chase after these things. And then again, Paul says in Colossians, so what is, what's the answer to all this? He says, if you are raised with Christ, yes, we are. Seek those things which are above. In other words, stop looking for everything down here. Seek those things which are above where Christ is. Sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind. Before, he talked about the heart. Don't let your heart chase these things. And now he's saying, set your mind. So he's talking about the heart and the mind. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth. Set your mind. Set your eyes. Set your mind. Set your heart on the things above. Okay? And then James. What did James say? Brother of Jesus. He said this. Come now. He paints a picture. Come now, you who say, tomorrow... Today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds okay, doesn't it? Whereas you don't know what will happen tomorrow. He's saying it's okay to have these dreams and things, but he says you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You're allowed to have goals, you're allowed to have visions, you're allowed to have dreams. He says, but what is your life? You think, oh, we'll do this and we'll do that and we'll do this and we do that. Have all these great plans. And that's okay. But he says, but what is your life? It's even a vapour that appears for a little time and vanishes away. In other words, it's like steam. You see steam for a minute and it's gone. That's kind of what our life is like. And you know, the older you get, the more you're going to feel like that. It seems to go quicker and quicker and quicker. True? When you're a little kid, your time doesn't matter. But the older you get, 
seems to go faster and faster and faster and your life seems like a vapour. But he says this, instead of saying all these plans, that you, great plans that you've got then, if your life is pretty temporary and short, he's saying instead you should say this, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. In other words, let's put God first. Let's see what God wants. Not what I want, not make my plans, but what does God want? Because my life is so short. I don't know how short it's going to be or how long it's going to be. So therefore, the important thing is, what does God want? What does God want? And then do this or that, okay? So, you know, we are not built for this temporary world. We are built for eternity. We are now born again. There is a place that's built for us. And Jesus said it to his disciples in John 14. He said, I'm going to go and prepare a place for you. You know, God prepared Jesus for us. And Jesus went away and he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. How special is that? So this place here is only temporary. It was temporary for him about 30 some years and he was gone back into eternity. This place is temporary for us. How long will we be here? We don't know. But then we go into eternity as well. From this temporary, corruptible, natural body, suddenly, in the twinkling of an eye, we will have an eternal, incorruptible, spiritual body. How awesome is that? God is amazing, you know. We don't think of these things sometimes, and we should. And therefore, as we do, we should be living the best way that we can while we are here. You know, this world can be very difficult. It can be a very challenging place. It can be very tempting. It can be very disappointing and a sad place. But you know, it's only temporary. In the book of Revelation, there's this passage. I, John said this, I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. This place is temporary. And then what is he said? He says, God is going to be with us. God himself will be with them, with those people who believe in him, who love him. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Tears, sadness, sorrow, death, all these things are temporary. Temporary. And you may be struggling right now. You may be going through a very difficult time, but it's only temporary. And if you are crying, God will wipe away your tears. If you're sad, he will remove the sadness. If you're in pain, he will remove the pain. It will be gone forever. It's only temporary. Keep pushing through. Keep on going. Amen? And the last verse I want to share, this is one of my favourites. Okay, so we live in this temporary world. What have we got? We've got the Lord. It says, you will show me the path of life. 
We are in this place right now. This is our life. He will show us the path of life. And then when we go to eternity, in his presence, it says, in his presence is fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. That's the difference between worldly people. They are looking to others to show them the path of life. They're looking for the pleasures now. They're looking for the joy and the fullness now. And it will never come in this world. It only comes through the Lord, through the presence of God. And he will show us the way through this life. And then when we enter eternity, we will have the fullness of joy. We will have those pleasures forever, forever. This is only temporary, but that is eternal. That's what he wants us to look to, eternity. To live our lives well now, to be good and godly examples. To seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things that we need to fulfill the call of God here and to touch the lives that he's ordained for us to touch here, he will give to us. Father, we just thank you for your awesome word. Lord, there's too many looking to others to show them the way, but Lord, you are the way and you are the way maker. Lord, there's too many people looking for worldly pleasures, temporary things, stuff that is empty, stuff that'll burn up, stuff that'll be eaten up, stuff that'll be stolen. But Lord, we want to lay up our treasures in heaven and to experience the fullness of your presence with us here and experience the fullness of joy when we get to be with you eventually in eternity. Lord, help us to represent you well. Bless us to be a blessing in this temporary place until we get to be with you in eternity. Help us to make a difference, to make an impact, to be influencers, Lord, not on some social media thing, but influences for the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. All right, say hi to someone. If anyone needs prayer, I want to pray for you. Otherwise, have a, a great week. And if anyone wants to come to the funeral, I will let you know the details of that. Amen. God bless.